Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Greek Pharmacist. My name is Gianni Canomo and I'm your host. Today I'll help you figure out how to pick the right probiotic supplement. When we talk about probiotics, we usually refer to the large number of beneficial microorganisms, mostly bacteria but also viruses and fungi, that live in our gastrointestinal tract. These microorganisms confer many health benefits by preventing the colonization of the gastrointestinal tract with pathogens and by carrying out a large number of biochemical functions. There are so many probiotic supplements on the market these days that they make it difficult for us to choose. There are however some points to consider that might make your life easier. Point number one, documented clinical efficacy. Just because a supplement contains a wide variety of different probiotic strains does not automatically mean that it is better or more beneficial than a single strain product. Some strains are more studied than others, so the first step is to determine what you want the probiotic for and then investigate which strains have documented clinical efficacy in the management of that condition. Point number two, survival through stomach and small intestine. Some probiotics are sensitive in stomach acids, some are more resistant. That's important so you know if you should take them after a meal or on an empty stomach. Some capsules can be gastro-resistant, so take a good look on the box to figure out the technology of the capsule shell. If you take a sensitive strain at a time when your stomach is more acidic, it might not reach its full potential as most of the probiotics will die before they reach the intestines. Although recently that concept has been reevaluated, but just to be on the safe side, look for a gastro-resistant form. Point number three, adherence to intestinal mucosa. Adherence is believed to be essential for immune cell modulation and competitive inhibition of pathogens. Even if the probiotics reach the intestines, we cannot be sure if all of them will manage to stick to the mucosa. Some supplements use microencapsulation to maintain viability of probiotics and also to increase their ability to colonize the gastrointestinal tract. So this is also something you should be looking for on the box. Point number four, shelf life and stability during processing. Some supplements claim that the number of probiotics written on the box corresponds to the number of probiotics that are in the supplement at the end of the manufacturing process. That's probably not very important. If the probiotics are not somehow protected, like if the supplement can be stored in a refrigerator or if the microorganisms are microencapsulated, then they start dying on the shelf. It is considered that by the end of shelf life, the remaining probiotics in a simple supplement will be only one-third of the initial amount. So look for supplements that state that the number of probiotics remains unchanged until the end of shelf life or the expiration date. Number 5. Clinical safety. It is true that there are not many side effects expected from the consumption of probiotic supplements. More often, just some mild gastrointestinal discomfort. In some special cases, however, like in immunocompromised patients, probiotics should only be used under supervision. They can also have some theoretical interactions with medication like digoxin or glimepiride. So, as I always say, before you start using any supplement or medication, please talk to your doctor or your pharmacist so that they can advise you on proper use. 
Once again, we have reached the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening. Feel free to send me your feedback or your ideas for my next episodes on Instagram at johnnykanamu91 or at the Greek Pharmacist. See you all very soon. Till then, stay safe and healthy.